Hey friends, what's up? Oh, welcome back to Babylon Talmud. Today we're starting Daf Yud Daf Ten of Masech Yivamis. Friends, I have a humongous headache, and I'm pretty sure it's from Yivamis, and I can't find the ibuprofen over here. I don't know what happened to it. It somehow it got lost. I don't know where it is, and I'm a little bit concerned that this headache basically is not going to go away until after Yivamis. Oh my gosh, yeah, Oof. my brain is, uh, what should I say, certainly broken. Uh, I think my brain is just kind of saying like, yo, what the heck? Like, I was just kind of chilling until like a few days ago and like, what did you do to me? And so my, my brain, I think is like a shtickle, kind of like, I ain't doing this. But um, we don't really have a choice over here, so... I hope that, uh, what I do kind of hope is that my brain is going to get stronger from all of this. And I hope so. Anyways, friends, uh, what are we talking about today? Uh, hard stuff. Well, I don't know how hard it is. It's hard to tell. As I was saying, my brain is broken, so it's kind of hard to tell what's what. But, uh, I'll try my best. And, uh, but anyways, I, I don't, yeah, my brain's broken. So we're going to talk about Ruven and Shimon and, Levi and Yehuda and Sara and Rivka and all of our friends. Um, well, here we go. So yesterday we were talking about um, basically Levi had approached Rebbe and said, Hey, Rebbe, um, like, why are there only 15 things listed in the Mishnah? Maybe there should be 16. Because what about Imanu Sasovit? What about if uh, Yaakov rapes Sara and then Give, and then and then Shimon is born, and then Ruvain then marries Sarah. Ruvain dies, so Shimon has to do Yibum with Sarah. But Sarah is his mom, so we don't do Yibum in that case. So that so that was Levi's question to Rebbe, and then Rebbe's like, "Yeah, but the whole concept of if um, Ruvain could marry somebody who was raped by his father." That, that's a machlokas between Rabbi Yehuda and the Chachom. And uh, we don't include any machlokas in. Then we uh, brought this like b'risa from Rebchia, where we list the situation of Ruven, Shimon, uh, Levi, and Yehuda. Or, and Ruven and Shimon are married to Sarah and Rivka. Sarah and Rivka are sisters. And then... Uh, basically, Ruvain and Shimon die, and then now the Shaila is what ha- you know what what do Levi and Yehuda do? Because after all, Sarah and Rivka are sisters. So then uh, we said in the Brisa that there could be a situation where um, Sarah is also to Levi but Mutter to Yehuda, and where Rivka is um, also to Yehuda but Mutter to Levi, and in that case, then then they can kind of like do Yibam with the other one. So like, you know, Sarah can do Yibam with Yehuda and Rivka can do Yibam with um, Levi. Anyways, and we said that there's a machlokas involved over there and yet we included anyways. So basically the question being um, that we seem to be assuming that there could even be machlokas in regarding the uh, Arayos mentioned in our Mishnah. And... Um, so we had concluded yesterday by saying, well, Rebbe doesn't hold of that price because he doesn't hold of that price. He can maintain 
that there are no machloksin in our Mishnah, and that's why we cannot include that. Why, that's why it does not include imu anusas oviv when uh, Yaakov rapes Sarah, gives birth to Shimon, and then Shimon ultimately ends up having to do even with his mom. Uh, we basically don't include that because that's actually machlokus whether or not Ruvain would have been able to marry Sarah in the first place. Um, how y'all doing? Good. Let's go weiter. So. When the second line of Dafyud, Ravada Kachino Kamidov Kahano Omer Mishme Dirove. So now says Ravada Kachino in front of Rav Kahano, he says in the name of Rav. Alright, fine. The Olam Isle the Rebbe Aniklali. No, one second. Really, Rebbe does hold of all of these rules, right? Meaning, Rebbe does hold of this Brisa with Ruve, with Ruven Shimon. Levi and Yehuda, Sarah and Rivka, who are sisters. So if that's the case, well then, um, and the Brisa is said, you know, even includes cases where there's a machlokas, well then, shouldn't we include in the case of Imo Anusas Ovid? So, this is what Rebbe is saying to Levi. Imo Anusas Ovid, and what Rebbe responds to Levi is that in this case of Imo Anusas Aviv, you wouldn't be able to um, have it by both of the sisters, right? That um, right, you wouldn't be able to have a situation where both of them are usher for that reason, and where one of them is basically. Um, Mutter. So you wouldn't actually be able to kind of have a situation where you have Rachel, uh, Sarah, and Rivka as sisters, meaning so, yes, sure, we can have the situation where, you know, as I just described, how you can have Imanu Sasavit, right? Yaakov rapes Sarah, gives birth to Shimon, Ruven marries Sarah, so, uh, Ruven dies, now Shimon has to do Yibun with his mom, and we say that that doesn't work, fine. But to have a situation as was described in that Brisa from yesterday, where you have it, uh, two sisters, Sarah and Rivke, and we're going to say that, um, that there's a way for Sarah to be Osir to Levi, but Mutter to Yehuda, and for Rivke to be Osir to Yehuda and Mutter to Levi, that cannot happen, right? That, 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 that is unable to happen, um, when it comes to when it comes to Imanus Asafif, let's go weiter. Because Iyakov Bezachaios on us, because if um uh Yaakov raped uh Sarah and Rivke, who are sisters, and then Ruvain married Sarah and Shimon married Rivke, Achosa Shahi Yivimta Sure, we could, you know, find, yeah, sure, we can have a situation where Sarah marries Ruvain and um, Rivka marries Shimon and Ruvain and Shimon die. And now you have these two sisters in the context of Ibum, sure. But you're not going to have a situation where Sarah, right, as described in the Brisa, where Sarah would be Osir to Levi, but Mutter to Yehuda, and Rivka would be also to Yudah, but Mutter to Levi. Because if you think about it, um, what, 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 what's the situation? Uh, Yaakov uh, rapes uh, Sarah and Rivka. Um, okay. And Sarah and Rivka are sisters. Okay. 
Ruvain then marries uh, Sarah. Shimon marries Rivka. Okay. Uh, Ruvain and Shimon tragically die in some kind of accident. Now, we explained in the Brisa that there could be a situation, as I just mentioned, where Sarah is also to um, uh, Levi but mutter to Yehuda, and Rivka is also to Yehuda but mutter to Levi. But that would be impossible in this case, right? Meaning, if we're say, if we're talking about the case of Iman Usasaviv, so let's see. So what happens? So so Ruvain dies, right? Now Shimon comes to do Yibum with um, Sare. Adraise Shimon, I meant Levi. Levi comes to do Yibum with Sare. The problem is that Sare is his mother because Yaakov raped her and gave birth to him. So 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 the thing is, Levi can't do Yibum with. Sorry, because Sarah is his mother. But guess what? Yehuda can't do Yibum with Sarah either because Sarah is the sister of his mother. His mother is Rivka. And therefore, um, you wouldn't be able to have a situation where, you know, Sarah would be um, also to, you know, Levi, but mother to Yehuda because in the case of Imanusas Aviv, because we're talking about Sarah and Rivka being sisters, so even if Levi can't do Yibum with Sarah because it's his mother, but he also, you know, she also wouldn't be able to do Yibum with Yehuda either because Sarah is the sister of his mother, Rivka. So therefore, um, be, you know, so, so this Brisa, right, if we're accepting this Brisa, um, that, you know, you have Reuven, Shimon, Levi, and Yehuda, and uh, Sarah and Rivka and their sisters, and uh, we're saying that there's a situation where one, you know, Sarah could be also to Levi, mutter to Yehuda, and Rivka could be also to the mutter to Levi, um, you can't have that when it comes to Imo Anusasavit. Okay. And Ve'ibez Nachrios on us, and if um, we're talking about where Sarah and Rivka are not sisters, right? So, you know, so it's the same case, just that Sarah and Rivka are not sisters. Well, sure, well, then you can have a situation where, you know, one is, where is also, you know, Sarah is also to Levi, but mutter to Yehuda, and Rivka is also to Yehuda, but mutter to Levi, sure, meaning, okay, fine. So, basically, if Yaakov raped uh, Sarah and gave birth, and then they had Levi, and then he rapes uh, Rivka, and then they have uh, Yehuda. So, and uh, Sarah and Rivka are not sisters. So, Enochinami, sure. If Reuven then marries Sarah, Shimon marries Rivka. Reuven dies and Shimon dies. They both die together. So, Enochinami. So, you have a situation where Levi can't marry Sarah because Sarah is his mother. And he could marry Rivka because Rivka... Is, is not his mother and is no relationship and also vice versa for Sarah vis-a-vis Yehuda, but they're not sisters anymore, right? So, so, uh, sure, we can have a situation where, you know, uh, Sarah is also to Levi but mutter to Yehuda and Rivka is mutter, is, is also to Yehuda and mutter to Levi, sure, but but they won't be able to be sisters. So therefore, um, uh, Rebbe cannot include um, um, Imo uh, Anusas Aviv because um, it's impossible. You know, if he holds of that brisa, that brisa explains that by all the arayas, there could be a situation of um, uh, Surah Lazem Muteris Lazeh, 
but uh, that would be impossible by Imo and Nusas Aviv. Friends, um, this is why I have a really big headache. It's just, it's insanity how like every case in the Gemara, you just have to break your brain. It's crazy. Ravashi Omar, it says Ravashi, says Ravashi, really, um, really, Rebbe does not hold of this brisa. He doesn't hold of this brisa. Um, but Rebbe also doesn't have any issue with there being a machlokas. He doesn't necessarily have any issue with there being a machlokas uh, regarding the cases in the Mishnah. Well, if that's the case, well, then what's the problem with the Imanus Asaviv? Right? If he doesn't hold of the Brysis, so therefore it doesn't matter about the Asur Lazem Uteris Lazet thing. But, um, okay, so the only issue with Imanus Asaviv is that it's a machlokas between the Rabbonon and, uh, and, and Rabbi Yehuda. And initially we wanted to say that Rabbi says that there are no machloksin in the cases in the Mishnah. But if we're saying that Rebbe really doesn't care if it's a machlokas or not, well then how come he said to Levi, you don't have a brain in your in your head? Um, so again, says Ravashi Omar says Ravashi Lolam Rebbe doesn't hold of this brisa. We've looked at Kamari, and it's okay for there to be a machlokas uh, regarding the Arias. Well, well then how come Rebbe said to Levi? That I think that you're missing a brain. So the Karmele, Hachi Karmele. So I'm sorry, so my Sheilo, Mach, we could call it the Karmele. So how come he said it to him? Hachi Karmele, this is what Rebbe was suggesting to Levi. My Taimo, Lo Dayakta, Masnison. How come you weren't paying attention to the Mishnah? Because the Masnison, Rebbe Yehudahi, the Osir, Banusa Savit. Because if you were paying attention, you would notice that the Mishnah is actually the opinion of Rabbi Huda, who says that Ruven is not allowed to marry somebody who is raped by his father Yaakov. And therefore, um, this case is moot. It's, it's, it's an impossibility. Imo Anusas Aviv, we want to assume, could only happen in a situation where Yaakov raped Sarah, gave birth to Shimon, Ruven then married Sarah, and then Ruvain dies, and now Shimon would have to do Yibam with his mother. The thing is that, uh, says Rebbe, you, you know, Levi, you clearly weren't paying attention because the Mishnah is Rebbe Yehuda, and according to Rebbe Yehuda, Ruvain would not be allowed to marry Sarah, who was raped by his father, Yaakov. The Katani, how do I know, says Rebbe, it says the Gemara, that how, does, how, how do we know that our Mishnah is Rebbe Yehuda's opinion? The Katani, Sheish Arayus Chamurus Me'elu, because the Mishnah Andaf Yud Gimel, which is the next Mishnah coming up, says Sheish Arayus Chamurus Me'elu, that there are six Arayus that are more stringent than uh, these. Now, it doesn't mean more stringent in terms of punishment or anything. It just means that um, there are people that would, that, uh, you know, Reuven would not even be able to marry in the first place, right? Ke'elu, right? Reuven and Shim wouldn't even be able to marry them in the first place. For example, like your sister. I mean, it's, you know, it's a, meaning, you know, Reuven could, you know, Reuven technically could marry Shimon's daughter, right? And then Reuven dies and now there's a shot, you know, now there's the thing, you know, Shimon's not going to do Yibam with his daughter. Fine. But, you know, there, there, there are people like sisters, you know, 
Ruvain can't marry his sister. So like that's a kind of erva that's just not even relevant. Bichlal can't even come to that. So Sheisharaus, Chamuz, Meilu, there are six arouse that are even more stringent than these 15. Because they have to be married to somebody else. They, they, they would never be able to be married to your sibling. So we're saying mutaros, and in this case, you're allowed to marry their tsar. So for example, your sister, right? You can't marry your sister. Memele, obviously your sister is going to be marrying some other random person. So if she is married to that other random person, and there's a co-wife there, so... Um, you know, Ruvain and Shimon, they would be, they would be able to marry the co-wife of their sister, who's obviously married to some random dude. Um, so in that case, uh, the tsarist would be permitted. So now, we give three examples of who these sort of more stringent relationships would be. And included in that Mishnah are, um, his mother, right? Their mother. Or the wife of, uh, their father. Or the sister of their father. Now, my emo. So we just listed mother, right? That we said that, uh, you know, these Arayu situations can never happen with their mother. If we're talking about their mother, right? Reuven and Shimon's mother, who's married to their father, well then, well that's the second case that's listed, which is the father's wife. So, rather, so who's emo? It must be uh, referencing, it must, must be a reference to a woman that was uh, raped by their father. And we're listing Anusa um, Soviv as somebody who must be married to somebody else and cannot be married to um, them. Uh, so, okay, fine, cannot be married to them. So we're saying that Anusa Sovev cannot be married to Reuven and Shimon. So Lacherim in Le Achin Lo. So, um, so, oh, meaning, meaning a situation, I'm sorry, so a situation where like Levi or let's say Shimon would fall to Yibum, a situation where it's his mother. We're saying it's not talking about his mother who's married to his father. So we're saying it must be Anusa Sovev. Um, and we're saying that Anusas Aviv is, is, it would not be able to be married to Ruvain. So then Manchamasle, Tisle Aisvar, who, who is the opinion who says that Ruvain would not be allowed to marry Anusas Aviv. So, um, Rabbi Yehuda, it's Rabbi Yehuda da Asub Anusas Aviv, um, who says that, uh, Ruvain is not allowed to marry a woman who was raped by his father Yaakov. So, Mishimhachi, Lo, Tani, Le. And therefore, um, for that reason, it is uh, not listed in the Mishnah because since this Mishnah uh, is the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda, and Rabbi Yehuda's opinion is that um, Ruven is not allowed to marry a woman raped by his father Yaakov, that is why we do not include in our Mishnah Imo Anusas Aviv because according to Rabbi Yehuda, it's an impossibility. But even according to Rabbi Yehuda, you could still have such a case. You could still have Imanusasaviv. How? Well, if he did it anyways, right? Sure, Enachinami, Ruvain is not allowed to marry Sarah if uh, Sarah was raped by Ruvain's father, Yaakov. Okay, fine. He's not allowed to. But what if he did? What if he did? And then he marries, he marries Sarah. 
it's just a love. It's not like a chi of karis or anything. It's just a love. And, uh, and Kedushin would be Tofei. So theoretically, even though he did the wrong thing, um, he would still technically be married to Sarah. And if he dies without children, so Shimon would, you know, have the situation where, you know, he's got to do Yibum. You know, theoretically, there would be Yibum with his mother, which we, we say wouldn't work. So D'i Lokatani. So yeah, but the you know that we're 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 not including in the Mishnah a situation that if Ruvain went against the rules and married sorry anyways we're not talking about that situation. Omri Ravashi the Rav Kahano, Tavashi says to Rav Kahano below the E Nami Mishkan Chasla and then Rav Ashi points out to Rav Kahano that also we could actually even have that situation and with. We could have the situation of Imo Anusas Aviv even without Ruven having to go against the rules and marry um, and marry uh, um, uh, Sarah who was raped by Yaakov, because right meaning meaning if we're saying that uh, the whole reason why we don't include why, or why we exclude Imo Anusas Aviv is because our mission is opinion of Rabbi Yehuda and in the only way for Imo Anusas Aviv. Would be for Ruven to marry um, Sarah, who was raped by Yaakov, and that's not allowed. So therefore, we don't include it. Meaning, according to Buddha, it's not allowed. Therefore, it's not included in the Mishnah. But Rav, Ravashi points out that's not the only way to have Shimon be in a situation where you know he would be doing yibum with his mother, who was raped by uh, his father. And you could have it. Uh, you can have it without Ruven having to marry. Sarah, who was raped by his father, Yaakov. In Mishkach we find it in the following way, Yaakov onas kalosov oled mimena ben. Well, what if Ruvain was married to Sarah? Okay, great. Ruvain's married to Sarah. Awesome. Now, comes along Yaakov, and he rapes his daughter-in-law, Sarah, and gives birth to Shimon. And then, Ruvain dies. Shimon is now gonna have to do chalitza with Sarah, who um, is uh, his mother, who was raped by his father Yaakov. So, in that case, you can have Imo Anusas Aviv without uh, Ruvain having to marry somebody who was raped by his father, because it was the other way around. His father rapes somebody who was married by him. So, right, Umeis Ruven below bottom, Ruven dies without children, Venophila, Kame Bra, and now um, Sarah is a Yibum candidate with her son, Shimon. Umigo de'i Asira, Sarasa Nami Asira, and since um, um, uh, um, Sarah would not be allowed to do Yibum with Shimon because it's her son, so also any co-wives would not do even with Shimon. No. So there you go. So Ravashi points out that even if we say that the Mishnah is Rabbi Yehuda, you still could have a situation of Imanusas Aviv without Reuven having to uh, marry uh, somebody raped by his father Yaakov. So and for the Gemara, Amalei Ba'chosed Etero Kamari, Ba'chosed Yisura Lo Kamari. I'm sorry, but <clears throat> that we're talking about in the Mishnah, you know, relationships that came about in permitted ways, right? For example, Ruvain married Sarah, who's Shimon's daughter, like 
okay, that's that, that's allowed, right? We're not talking about these kind of scenarios that came about through uh, in in impermitted ways, and therefore there isn't really a way, you know, if the mission is of Yudah, there isn't really a way to have a situation like a clean way. Well, you know, clean I guess is relative right over here, you know, in this case, but. Uh, there isn't really a way to have kind of just like a straightforward case of how you would have ima anusa soviv, um, and therefore it's not included. Uh, okay. It says, Even so, Levi included this case of ima anusa soviv in sort of his price, which is super interesting. I mean, apparently, I guess, Levi had his own sort of collection of prices, and when, you know, in this price, Levi Taka included... Imo Anusas Aviv. The Tani Levi that Levi taught, Imo Paimim Poteris Tsarasa, Ufaimim Eno Poteris Tsarasa. That when it comes to um, a fellow's mother, so in some cases, um, her co wife would be Potter from Chalitza uh, and Yibum, and in some cases, um, she would not be, the co wife would not be Potter, she would be, um, she would be Chayevis. Uh, so, Kate said, how is this? If you have, his mother was married to his father. So, it's basically a situation like this, right? You have Yaakov. Yaakov's got a son, Reuven, Givaldic. And then, he marries Sarah. And with Sarah, uh, they have a child, Shimon. Yaakov then dies. And what does Reuven do? Ruvain then marries Sarah. Now, he's not allowed to marry Sarah because Sarah was the wife of his father. You're not allowed to marry your wife's father. And therefore, because Shimon, because Ruvain is not allowed, did I just say his wife's father? My brain really hurts. Um, no, Ruvain's not allowed to marry his father's wife. And then, no, seriously, my brain really does hurt. Um, anyways, so, so, um, Ruvain's not allowed to marry his father's, uh, uh, wife, right? Meaning his father's dead, but he's not allowed to marry her. And therefore, um, there, there's no marriage. And if there's no marriage, then there's no Yibum and Chalitza when Ruvain dies childless. And therefore, um, in that case, if Ruvain dies childless, and now we're looking at Shimon, you know, what, what are you going to do about the fact that, like, your mother is Yibum? No, your mother's not child to Yibum because she was never married to your brother because your brother wasn't allowed to marry her. Right? It was a Chiyuv Karis. And therefore, therefore, um, any co-wife that she had with Ruven would still be Shaykh to Yibum and Chalitza because the fact that uh, Sarah it was uh, Shimon's mother is irrelevant in the context of Yibum and Chalitza because Yibum and Chalitza isn't relevant vis-a-vis uh, -vis Sarah because Sarah was never married to Ruven because he wasn't allowed to marry her in the first place. So again, if Shimon's mother was married to Yaakov, and then Yaakov dies, and then and then Ruvain marries Sarah, even though he's not allowed to, it doesn't actually count. It's they're not actually technically ever married. So Lachiv Meaviv to 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 Ruvain. Zo, and then Ruvain dies, he emo Sarah. So that that that's the example of um I'm sorry, umes zori imo poteris tsaraso. This is the example of, uh, sh you know, Shimon's mother who is not going to exempt her co-wife because Shimon was never actually married to Ruvain and therefore the co-wife, Rivka, let's call her, um, is still shayach to Yibum 
with uh, Shimon. Anusas Oviv, but if you have a situation where uh, Yaakov rapes Sora, gives birth to Shimon, and then Ruvain marries uh, Sora, so then and then Ruvain dies, so then that would be a situation where Shimon would not do Yibam with his mother, and then any co-wife, let's call her Rivka, would be potter from doing Yibam as well. So again, I say Imo Anusasavev if Sarah was raped by Yaakov and gave birth to Shimon, Venise Slachiv, and then Sarah gets uh, married to Ruvain. Um, so then, Lachiv Mi'aviv, fine Umeis, and then Ruvain dies, Zoe Imo Shepoteris Sarah. So this is an example where, yeah, um, you know, Shimon would not do Yibum with his mother, and, and any co wife, uh, Rivke, would also be potter from Yibam and Chalitza. Vafapisha Shanu Chacham Bimishnasenu Chamish Esrei Yeshlanu Losef Sheish Esrei Kigonzo. And even though our Mishnah listed 15 examples, there is a 16th, i.e., this example of Iman Musas Aviv. Amr Rishlakish Lerbiochnitz. Now Rishlakish says to Rishlakish, the Levi, so according to Levi, the Amr, Inami Katani. So according to Levi, who says that, um, that um, even though the Mishnah is Rabbi Yehuda and Ruvain would not be allowed to marry Saru who was raped by his father Yaakov um, and therefore it, it wouldn't technically be possible to have a situation where Ruvain then marries uh, Saru and then dies and then Shimon needs to do even with his mother that, that, that can happen but Levi says nonetheless technically Ruvain could do the Avera anyways, it could be over on the lava anyways, and go ahead and marry Sare. And you and Levi says, look, we're gonna include it in the in the in the Mishnah. That even though he's not supposed to do it, if he does it, technically we could have the situation of Imanu Sasav. So it says, So according to Levi, who says that we even include the situation of um, which isn't supposed to happen, but it nonetheless could happen. Well, then let's not hold this leave him to because of a kid show of a maze below bonum to me go to Iasura Tsurasanami Asira. So, what about the following case where, um, you have Ruvain, Shimon, Levi? So, Ruvain is married to Sari. Ruvain dies. Now, uh, Sare, uh, you know, needs to do Yibum or Chalitza with Shimon. Now, Shimon already has a wife, Rivke. Now, Shimon decides, you know what? He's just going to do Chalitza or whatever it is. They do Chalitza. Now, once Shimon does Chalitza with Sare, so then, um, that's it. It's over. Sara, you know, Yibum, Chalisa, this whole thing is behind them. Sara now just becomes somebody who was once upon a time married to his brother Ruven, and he's not allowed to marry her anymore. So now, says the Gemara, so let's also teach Acholitz Livim to so Shimon does Chalitza with Sara, because of a kidsha. But then, even though he's not supposed to remarry her, 
he does. And as Rashi points out, and as we're going to see in, in, in a minute, that when Shimon does chalitza, excuse me, when Shimon does um, chalitza with um, Sare, so he's not allowed to remarry Sarah, but it's only a love. It's not a chiyuv karis, right? As the Pazik says, asher lo yivne, and we're going to see it in a minute, but asher lo yivne is based achim, right? That when you do chalitza, you say, okay, well, I guess we're not going to um, rebuild, you know, build the house of his brother. I just read Rashi that, um, uh, you know, if he decides he's not going to, uh, you know, marry, do even with Sarah, well, then, you know, that's it. It's over. They, he can never change his mind. So therefore, once Shimon does Chalitza with the Sarah, so he's not allowed to remarry her. But if he does, so then it's just a love, and, and, and they would technically be married. So therefore, Rish Lakish is asking Rabbi Yochanan. So I'm going to read it again. The Levi, the Amr, the Inami Katani, that, you know, you can even have situations in the Mishnah that aren't allowed, but technically could happen anyways. So let's So let's also include when Shimon does Yibum with Sare. I'm sorry, when 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 Shimon does Chalitza with Sare, and then even though he's not supposed to Vichazu Vikitsha, he married her after Chalitza, Vameis Bilobanim, and then Shimon now dies, and they don't have children, and now Shimon also has a co-wife Rivke, Demigo Dei Asur, and since um, 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 uh, Sare is also to Levi, the third brother, uh, as a chiyuv karis, because once Shimon does chalitza with um, Sare, so then she just becomes right. You know, this whole thing is over, and she just becomes some, uh, you know, a woman who is married to. Uh, Ruve, you know, Levi's initial brother, Levin's brother, Ruven, right? I think Sarah was once married to Ruven. Now, if Shimon does Chalitza with Sarah, so, so she's just uh, a woman who was once married, you know, so vis-a-vis Levi, Sarah is just a woman who was once married to his brother, Ruven, and he's not allowed to marry her, and if he does, there's a chiyu of course. Now, vis-a-vis Shimon, we say it's just a love. Right, it's an it's a low sase, but according vis-a-vis uh, Levi, it's a chiyuv karis. So why don't we say that now when Shimon dies without children, so demigo dei asura that since um, 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 Sarah is also to Levi, um, uh, you know karis sarasanami asira, so also. Um, Rivka, the co-wife of Shimon, is also also to um, is also also to um, Levi. So Amale, so um, right, so 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 Yochanan uh, says the fishayin of tsar tsar because she's not um, in tsarist tsar, right? Meaning um, our mission was talking about situations where, so for example, you know, if we had um, Ruvain was married to Sara and to Rivka. Now, Sara is the daughter of Ruvain's brother, Shimon. If Ruvain dies, so we said that Shimon doesn't do chalitza, doesn't do chalitza or yibum with his daughter, Sara. 
and n nor does um, he do Yibum or Chalitza with Sarah's co-wife Rivka. But then we talked about what if Rivka then marries Levi. Now the thing is, in this case, when Shimon did Chalitza with um, Sarah and then went back and uh, married her, so in, in this case, and we're going to explain in, in a few minutes, but in this case, not only would Levi be unable to um, uh, do Yibum with um, uh, Sarah, it would be a Chiyuv Karis, but he can't even do it with um, um, Rivka either, and none of the brothers can um, have any relationship with Rivka either. And therefore, because we can't have a, uh, right, and it would be a Chiyuv Karis, and therefore because we can't have a situation of um, Tsar's Tsara over here, so then, right, where like Rivka would go and marry one of the other brothers, that can't happen in this case, so that's why we do not include it in the Mishnah. Um, one second, as we're going to see in a minute, um, Rishlakish, uh, Rabbi Yochanan disagrees with Rishlakish. Rabbi Yochanan actually holds that um, the relationship between um, Sarah and Levi is that of a lav, meaning just like after Shimon, right, once Shimon does Chalitza with uh, Sarah, so we said that Shimon is no longer now allowed to marry Sarah, but if he does, it's a lav, it's a mitzvah slo sase. So now, um, Rishlakish held that, yeah, for Shimon, it's a mitzvah slo sase, but for Levi, it would be a chiv karis. Rabbi Yochanan disagrees. Rabbi Yochanan says that just like um, it's a lo sase for Shimon, it's also a lo sase for Levi. So therefore, what the Gemara wants to know is the Lemale, let Rabbi Yochanan respond to Rishlakish and say, Well, what do you mean that um, it's going to be um, that right, that Sarah is also to Levi? After all, um, the, once Shimon uh, does Chalitza with Sarah, so then the relationship between Levi, just like the relationship between um, uh, 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 Shimon and Sarah would be a, a lav. So, well, no, I'm sorry. So, so once Shimon does Chalitza with Sarah, so then he's not allowed to um, um, marry uh, Sarah. But if he does, so he's over on a lav. And when Shimon marries um, um, uh, Sarah, so then he married somebody who wasn't allowed to, but it still counts as a marriage. And if uh, Shimon now dies, so then Levi would do Chalitza with uh, Sarah. No, I'm sorry, I made a mistake. Um, right, so once Shimon does Chalitza with Sarah, so then... Uh, that kind of breaks up that like whole Yibum Chalitza thing. So now what happens is that Shim, Shimon's not allowed to remarry uh, Sarah, and also all of the brothers now have a love against um, you know doing Yibum or you know marrying in any way Sarah because that whole thing got broken off when Shimon did the Chalitza. Now if Shimon now remarries Sarah and then Shimon dies, so now what happens is well the relationship between Sarah and the other brothers is a love. And um, 
the you know yibum would apply even in a situation of a lav um, that you know because we learn out the situation the erva situations that aren't allowed from um, achos isha from your wife's sister which is a chiyuv karis but in this case once shimon does chalitza with uh, sara so the a a, a losase is now created among between sara and all the brothers and therefore when shimon dies after marrying um, sara which he wasn't supposed to do now there's a losase between all the brothers and um, sara and the 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 yibum would override that lotase and and uh, they would do um, uh, you know there would be yibum and chalitza so therefore the gemara wants to know why didn't Rabbi Yochanan respond to Rish Lakish like that meaning Rish Lakish um, suggested that maybe this situation of chalitza you know where he did chalitza then remarried should be included in the mishnah why didn't Rabbi Yochanan just say no it shouldn't be included in the mishnah because in that case you actually would do Yibum and Chalitza, because it's only love, because after all, that's Rabbi, how Rish Lakish, that, that, that's Rabbi Yochanan's opinion here. And so, answers the Gemara, the Dvar of Ka'amar lay. So, well, because Rabbi Yochanan acknowledged that there, he, there's a difference of opinion between him and Rish Lakish, and he was answering Rish Lakish based on Rish Lakish's view, not his own view. But, uh, so the Dvar of Kamala, the Didi Chayve Lavin Heim. According to me, I say that they're Chayve Lavin, Chayve Lavin Bnei Chalitza Vivum Nenu, and people that would be over in the Lav nonetheless would do Yibum and Chalitza. El Didach Chayve Kreisus Nenu, the Fishenim Betzaris Tzare. And according to you, however, that you say that the relationship between Levi and Tzare would be that of Karis. Well, um, even so, still it shouldn't be listed in the Mishnah because um, the relationship between Levi and, uh, you know, and all the brothers and uh, Rivka would be that of Karis and therefore um, it wouldn't be Tsara Tsara and we need, you know, in the Mishnah we're talking about that there has to be the possibility of Tsara Tsara that they can go to one, you know, and, and marry one of the other or the Yugum with one of the other siblings. Itmar was stated, Acholitz Livimto, somebody does Chalitza with a Yavim, so, you know, Shimon does Chalitza with Tsara because of a Kitcha and then he married her. Amr Shlakish says, Rishlakish, who ain't chayav ala chalutza karis? So Shimon is not chayav karis for remarrying, you know, for marrying uh, sorry after doing chalitza. Ve'achin chayav ala chalutza karis, but the brothers would be chayav karis if they marry um, um, uh, sorry because uh, once Shimon did chalitza, then the whole yibum chalitza thing is called off, and now it's just um, some, you know, somebody who was once married to their brother, and it's also chayav karis. And when it comes to Rivka, right, if uh, uh, Shimon was married to Rivka, so then all of the brothers uh, would be Chayav Karis for, uh, you know, so whether he, so when, I'm sorry, so when it comes to um, the Tsar, the Ruvain's, um, right, so if Ruvain had two wives, right, so uh, Sarah and Rivka, so then, um, you know, once Shimon does uh, Chalitza with Sarah, so then all that stuff is over, and then Rivka also just becomes like somebody who was originally married to Reuven, and therefore uh, he would be Chayev Karis for uh, being with uh, Rivka and also any of the other brothers. So that's Sarah, uh, and Rabbi Yochanan says whether it's him 
or whether it is the um, other brothers. So whether it's for Sare or whether it's for Rivka, um, they would not be high of cars. My time there is Shlokish. What's for Shlokish is reasoning. On record, the Pasuk says that Shalivna, um, that, uh, you know, in the context of Chalitza, it says that, you know, you're not planning to build the house of your brother. Well, once you don't build it once, if you do Chalitza, then you can no longer, um, remarry. Uh, so says Shlokish, that only applies to Shimon. But uh, the brothers, you know, once Chalitza happens, it's going to be um, chorus. And um, it's only with regard to um, uh, Sara that it's alive with Shimon. But in terms of Rivka, uh, it would be a chiv chorus. Rabbi Yochanan says, how could it be that there's something to make kari boy haichalitz be boy haichalitz? That originally, you know, Shimon could have done chalitza uh, uh, or yibum, uh, Levi could have done chalitza or yibum be boy the haichalitz be boy the haichalitz, you know, kilu. Um, uh, Sarah could have done yibum or chalitza with you know Levi with Shimon, Rivka the same. V'hashda koy Allah b'kares now it's a chiv kares. Ela iu shlichusa da achim kavod iu. And rather, uh, when Shimon does chalitza or yibum, he's acting as the shaliach of all the brothers. And also the same with uh, uh, Sar. When she does yibum or chalitza, she's acting as the shaliach, the messenger of all the tsars, all the co-wives. And therefore, the same rule would apply to all of them. Somebody does, so Shimon does chalitza, with Sarev Chazavikitsha, and then he remarries her for Mace, and then he dies. Tzricha Chalitza. So then, um, so then she needs to do Chalitza Minaachim from the brothers. Yisham Ladidi. So I understand according to me, Damina Chayvi Laven Inu. Did I say that? That it's just a Chiyuv Lav with the others. So Hanu the Tzricha Chalitza. I understand why, uh, they would have to be Chalitza Minaachim from the brothers, because it's only a Chiyuv Lav. Ella. Nadidach, Amai Tzricha Chalitza, but according to you, that you say with the other brothers, Tzachi of Karis, why would there have to be Chalitza between Sarah and the brothers of the Taimich? For one second, according to you, Rabbi Yochanan, Ema Seifa, if we look at, if we can continue with the Brayse, it says, Amrecha Menachin Vikidsha, that if one of the brothers uh, was Mikadesh, her, Ein Lo Olav Klum, it doesn't count at all. Fichai Velavinenu, Amai Lo Olav Klum, then if it's only a Chiyu of Lav, why doesn't it count at all? Amrev Sheisha Seifa, Asana Vekiva, well, the Seifa is Rabbi Akiva, the Amr in Kiddushin Tovs and Bechai Velavin. That Kiddushin actually wouldn't work, even if it's just a lot of the lesson of Divya Rabbi Akiva in the of Klum. Kasha, why don't you say that specifically according to Rabbi Yehuda? Uh, there's uh, nothing. So it's a question. Friends, I have a humongous headache. I'm sorry that um, I couldn't think straight in this daf. And towards the end, it got a little bit wishy-washy. Um, I apologize. I hope that won't be the case. Um, in most pages, um, sorry, my my brain is just is just um, in in pieces right now.